Welcome to the Metamorphosis with Michelle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kessel. I'm an integrative health practitioner and certified brain rewiring coach. And on this podcast, I'm going to be diving deep into all things personal growth and development, brain rewiring, health and wellness, and spirituality. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to get into this episode about how perfectionism and people-pleasing are fueling your emotional eating. Now, before I get into this episode, I just want to say thank you to everyone who did the challenge on the No Sugar Emotional Embodiment, and the challenge was amazing. We really dived deep into what our triggers are that fuel the emotional eating, as well as detoxed sugar from our diet for a bit in order to squash those cravings and really get to the root of what's driving us to emotionally eat. And I actually want to make a little announcement to my podcast community before it officially goes live on Instagram because you are all my special people that are listening to me weekly. I am launching a group program for women who are struggling with emotional eating. And this program is going to be absolutely incredible. I'm calling in a group of amazing women who are going to be held in such a beautiful community of others going through this journey and fully supported to have a safe space to walk this road together. So this is for you if you identify as an overachiever who is someone that just wants to get everything right, but you have this one little secret of your emotional eating that you just can't get over. This is for the woman who uses food to calm down and a stressful and busy scenario and it's really just hindering success in your career, pushing your partner away and making outings unbearable. So this program isn't about talking about your feelings and reinforcing those emotions keeping you stuck. This program is about getting to the root cause, rewiring your brain and making true change and transformation. So imagine not feeling guilt or shame after eating not having to start over again on a Monday, knowing how to deal with difficult emotions and not having that uncomfortable bloating that's killing your social life. This is for you if you're really serious about getting over the diet mentality and the negative cycle of trying things over and over again and you're like, I'm over this, just... I want to be free around food. I want to know how to listen to my body. I want to stop hiding what I'm eating from my friends and my partner late at night. And I really want to know how to properly process my emotions and get to the root cause of what my triggers are. So this program is going to be combining brain rewiring as well as holistic nutrition to create active change. 
And that's the biggest thing. This isn't just teaching you to identify those triggers and become aware of them. This is actually going to help you change them and reverse this pattern. So it's going to be a 12-week super intimate program with live Q&A calls with me, a library of video modules, a kick-ass community and Slack group, and a bunch of bonuses that I'm getting set up for you with healing sessions and all that fun stuff. So if you are interested and you want to learn more, there will be a link in the bio with a description of everything I just mentioned and an application to join the program. This is application only because I really want to make sure that the women in here are an energetic match for each other so we can have an awesome community of strong women ready to kick their emotional eating to the curb. Now let's get into the episode. So I really want to help you understand that there are different root causes of emotional eating. And the two that I'm going to explain today are perfectionism and people-pleasing. So let's start with perfectionism. Perfectionism is really the drive to be perfect at everything and having an all-or-nothing mentality. When you have that perfectionism tendency, if something isn't 100% perfect, you often swing on the other side of the pendulum and say, screw it. So when it comes to food, this really boils down to being on a restrictive diet and not doing it perfectly and then being like, fuck it, I'm gonna emotionally eat because I didn't follow this to perfectionism and I'm not worthy and here I go to go on the other side of the pendulum and screw it. Diet mentality is really toxic and it's something that is so over portrayed in our society and our culture. Diet culture convinces people that they have to be perfect and there isn't any leeway, which is not the case because when you have that restrictive perfectionism mindset, you're actually much more likely to binge and to overdo it because you feel so restricted. So an example I can give from my life is I definitely had perfectionism tendencies and in college I was very strict paleo diet like I was even afraid of fruit and potatoes so probably honestly was like just a no carb diet and I wouldn't touch any of this food because I thought that I had to be 100% perfect with this diet I was on. And what would happen is my brain knew that I was restricting. And when you tell your brain, I can't have something, it's going to freak out and it's going to want that thing. So my brain is like begging for carbs. And instead of just eating like a sweet potato, I would binge on a whole box of paleo crackers to get over this urge that I'm having and it's really because of diet culture telling me that because something has a label 
of paleo or whatever the diet is, that it's better to eat that than the whole food. So this is really, really toxic and just reinforces that all or nothing mentality, causes the emotional eating, causes you to overdo it. And then those feelings of guilt, of shame, of I can't do this, sink in. You think you're a failure because you fucked up this stupid diet. And then you start spiraling like, oh my God, I need to be perfect tomorrow. I'm going to get back on this. I'm going to do the extreme workout. I'm going to cut out everything. And it just isn't healthy to your mind, to your body, to everything. It's really detrimental. Basically, when you mess up this restrictive, I have to be perfect to get this right diet, then you end up feeling worse about yourself because of the guilt and the shame. And then the pendulum swings the other way to screw this. So this is completely restrictive, unhealthy, and toxic behavior. Diets are here to feed off of insecurity and vulnerability because they know that you're already feeling low and vulnerable and insecure, so they're going to offer a quick fix to feed off of that. That is why what you need to really be focusing on is fueling your body with whole real foods without restriction of a food group and knowing what's right for you as well as adhering to any health issues that you're having. Now, to dive a little bit deeper, let's talk about what the root of perfectionism is. So what perfectionism really boils down to is low self-esteem because somewhere down the line in early life and childhood, there was reinforcement when you overachieved. So you were always awarded for being the best, whether it's getting an A or winning a championship or only doing things, quote unquote, perfect. And so you picked up the belief that in order for me to be good enough, I have to do things perfectly. And that really creates a perfectionism mentality. Similarly, if in early childhood you didn't get any reinforcement or validation or support, you may then pick up the belief that I have to be perfect in order to receive that because I'm not getting it the way that I am. So let that sink in because this is something that a lot of women struggle with is feeling like they have to be perfect, have the perfect body, have the perfect job, be a perfect wife, girlfriend, friend, whatever it is, whatever labels you put on it. And it all stems back to how you were validated, how are you, were, you were shown love and support and affection as a child. And if you weren't given that reinforcement for just being you and doing the best that you can, then you often grow up thinking, in order for me to get that love, to get that reinforcement, to get that validation, I have to be perfect. Perfectionism is something that a lot of women struggle with, and it can show up in so many outlets like the diet, 
the emotional eating pendulum. Also in your work life, whether you're not taking action unless things are perfect and then you get overwhelmed and emotionally eat because things aren't going well in your work. Similarly, in a relationship dynamic, if you don't feel like you're perfect, you might think that something's wrong with you, which also can cause you to emotionally eat. So there's a lot of different ways this can show up and be a trigger. And it's something that takes some time and tools to overcome, which is something that I will be teaching in the program. So if you're on this pendulum of I have to be perfect and screw this, I'm going to emotionally eat everything, then you also probably are struggling with some health issues, whether that's feeling really bloated because of the overeating and the fatigue from the inflammation and just like if you're eating late at night, not getting enough sleep or relying on caffeine to curb your hunger, which then causes cortisol, whatever you're doing, it's also making an impact on your physical health. And that's why it's really important to look at these root cause mindset beliefs and programs that we're running because these beliefs are what are contributing to the behavior of emotional eating, which are then causing the physical symptoms of the bloating, the skin issues, the low energy, whatever you're experiencing. It all starts with the mind and that is what my program is really all about and what we're going to be diving into. So that's kind of why perfectionism is a main root cause and a trigger for people. The next root cause I want to go over is people-pleasing. People-pleasing is something I see with almost all of my clients and it's something that women experience so much more than men. And this is such a big topic and there's so many little nuances that we can go into, but let's just kind of talk about what people-pleasing is. So people-pleasing is focusing on other people and putting yourself last and putting other people first. What people-pleasing really comes down to is feeling that you're not worthy because that is really the root belief that is fueling you to look from out validation from others. When you're people-pleasing, you're really trying to make others feel loved and happy and supported and all these things and waiting for their reaction. So if they're like super excited and happy and feel good, then you're getting your validation from their reaction because you don't feel worthy enough without their approval. Now, this isn't to say you can't ever give or make someone feel loved and happy. That's not the case. But when you're putting other people before yourself, before your own happiness, and filling their cup before yours, that is when it's not healthy and it turns into people-pleasing and poor boundaries. The reason that 
women have such a hard time saying no is really interesting because it's something that is just passed down from generation to generation because we're always learning this information from what we've witnessed growing up. So if you see your mother never being able to say no, that's probably come from the lineage. So there's that mother wound aspect of people pleasing. And there's also that sisterhood wounding because women, we have this like battle between us where we want other women's approval and women just have like, not everyone of course, like more of a catty energy of is she better than me? Can I do this to make her happy? Will she like me? Just fueling this fire of sisterhood wounding that we're not like supporting and uplifting each other, but we're really trying to like get that validation from other women. So it's pretty interesting that women have such a hard time saying no, yet men have absolutely no problem with it. So that just comes down to like mother wounding and sisterhood wounding of women always feeling like they need to be fighting and comparing themselves to each other. So when you're really trying to please someone, you're hoping that they'll like you and put you in their circle. And it's just so interesting because men don't have this issue quite as often. Anyways, getting back to how people-pleasing relates specifically to emotional eating is if you're giving to others all day long and fueling them before yourself, you may not even have the time to eat. If you're someone that's working for someone else and you're constantly giving, 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 doing, 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 You may be skipping lunch, skipping breakfast, and then you come to dinner and you're like, I'm starving, and you emotionally eat. Also, if you are eating normal meals, but you still are people-pleasing and you're overwhelmed, you're stressed about it, you feel overbooked, that's going to lead to emotional eating from the overwhelm. So... You also might just not be eating enough during the day because you're catering to others' needs. You might not be sleeping enough because of that. And when you don't sleep enough, that really affects blood sugar levels, causing you to overeat the next day. Another thing is if you have a demanding job or you're running around taking care of everyone, your family all day long, You may just be running off caffeine. That is also going to cause you to emotionally eat because of the stress response to the caffeine as well as the stress and overwhelm in general. Constantly saying yes to others instead of focusing on yourself can really sabotage your health goals. For instance, if you have plans to go to the gym Yet, someone calls you asking for a favor and you do it instead of putting yourself first. Or you decide that you're going to pack all your lunches for work, yet someone's asking you to go 
grab them food at a place that isn't healthy and you end up picking up a meal for yourself. So it's really about saying yes to what supports you and not bending your back for other people all the time. Like I said, sometimes you can totally do favors, but make sure that you're upholding your boundaries and fueling yourself first and filling up your needs. Another thing is if you're constantly letting people take from you, you end up getting resentful of them. So that resentfulness really ends up turning into anger, which you'll likely turn to food to help fill that void. Because food does help you feel comforted, which is why you're most likely emotionally eating. Constantly doing things for other people and never taking the time to do something for yourself is going to create wounding of resentment, anger, hurt, overwhelm, and those are all driving factors causing you to mindlessly inhale those paleo cookies that you have in your cupboard. Another aspect of the people-pleasing is oftentimes you're not getting the response that you're looking for from those people. So if you're always doing things for your partner or your friends and they're never appreciating it, so you keep doing it and doing it, waiting for that validation, you might still feel empty on the inside and then you use food to fill that void and find comfort. So the core wounding of I'm not feeling good enough shows up by looking for other people to make us feel good enough when really we need to make ourselves feel good enough and know that we are enough just by being who we are. Always bending backwards for other people is a dangerous cycle because like I said, it's not putting yourself first and you're going to be running around resentful at people, overwhelmed, stressed, and in a state of fight or flight. And when you're in that constant state of fight or flight, it's going to be harder for you to lose the blow, lose the weight, quit the emotional eating because your body's protecting itself. It's keeping itself safe because all those stress hormones are firing and wiring and your body needs to feel safe and putting on weight is like a code of safety so if you're having trouble losing weight and you're having trouble losing bloating people pleasing is one of the biggest reasons it's important to recognize that these patterns and behaviors are impacting all areas of your life whether it's causing you to steer away from your health goals lose sleep, gain weight, get digestive and hormone issues. It's causing you to emotionally eat, which is making you feel bloated, gain weight, have those feelings of guilt and shame and getting stuck in that cycle. It can be hurting your work life because you feel so overwhelmed and the only comfort you have is food. It can be hurting your relationships because your mind is always going to food, thinking about when your next meal is, but you're really just helping the other person instead of yourself. 
And it even shows up as feelings of anxiety because you just feel overwhelmed. Thoughts of food are taking over your mind and you feel like you can't get a grip on things. So you think that the diet can start tomorrow and you're going to use willpower, but that hasn't worked before. So getting through these root causes really helps you on all levels of your life, on your mental, your emotional, your physical health. It really is crucial to see what the root is and heal the root instead of relying on willpower to stop emotional eating. True self-love doesn't come from what other people think of you or if they validate you and if they're happy. True self-love comes from how you feel about yourself, how you make decisions about yourself, how you take care of yourself, how you respect yourself and your body. And in order to overcome these things, you have to get radically honest. It's not easy to admit that you have these faults, but once you're able to accept that and take responsibility for that, you can then take the next step to learn how to make these changes. And like I said, you can't rely on just saying you're going to make these changes without really focusing on what your programming is, what your beliefs and what your thoughts are, and then taking aligned action. So this is exactly the kind of stuff that I'm going to be teaching you how to do in my program. We're really going to be rewiring your brain so you're able to take action on these qualities that you want to create and stop emotional eating for good. So if you truly want to heal on all aspects of your life, stop having to fight with your brain to overcome emotional eating, you need to get to the root because... As we all know, you can't put a band-aid on a broken bone and that's exactly what's happening every time you say that you'll just use willpower to start tomorrow. You really need to get deep, look at these root causes, whether it's perfectionism, whether it's people-pleasing, whether it's both or whether it's something else and heal from there and every aspect of your life will change So this isn't just going to help you address emotional eating, it's going to help you become better in all aspects of your life. So I hope this episode was eye-opening and helpful for you to kind of see some of the true root causes of emotional eating. And if this episode was helpful, please share it with a friend, share it on Instagram and tag me so I can see it. And I would love to chat with you about being in this group coaching container for emotional eating struggles because, like I said, it's going to help you in so many areas of your life. Just even healing one of these root cause issues is extremely beneficial and the brain rewiring work is so powerful you'll have an awesome community of other women going through this so 
It's going to be an incredible experience and the link will be in the show notes for you to apply to go on this transformational journey with me. So thank you for listening and I will see you at the next episode.